Hi, I'm Tiana. You're listening to the Improv Conspiracy Podcast. And this is my experience with confidence. The Improv Conspiracy Podcast with Bronnie and me, live now. Hello, my friends. Welcome. That's correct, Tiana. You're on the episode in two different ways today. Uh, Tiana, famous for the voiceovers in those little music stings, is now the guest on today's episode. Who's Tiana? Great question. Tiana is a teacher and a performer at the Improv Conspiracy, also the diversity and inclusion coordinator at the Improv Conspiracy, and also one third of the dynamic trio Hit by a Blimp. Um, you can check them out on the internet. Go to Hit by a Blimp Comedy on Instagram. They're always doing some funny stuff, either live at festivals or little little songs and sketches online. You should check them out. It's really fun. Um, today, Tiana is talking about confidence. Uh, I like this because not everyone wants to hear just you know dry technique from people, uh, the tricks of the trade. They want to hear um, that... Uh, you know, it's no secret that we've all felt our inner critic talking to us while trying to um, learn an art form. Uh, and so sometimes it's just nice to hear that, hey, we have felt the way that you probably feel. I'm certain there's going to be some people out there who can relate to the things Tiana talks about in this episode. And that is why I love that we talked about it. Um, if you've ever been taught by me, you know that I, uh, if, if, I can hear you if you start talking to me and you're clearly noting yourself and uh, and I believe that to be your inner critic, I will open the goddamn door to the studio and ask you to tell it to leave. It's probably my favorite teaching technique. That's <laughs> uh, all I do. I think that's all I do. I don't actually teach any technique. I just tell you to shut up about yourself. <laughs> that's all I do. Uh, here's uh, Tiana telling you to shut up about yourself. I've never gotten that much out of listening to people talk about how they use other people's improv techniques. That never really worked for me personally. I've always just loved hearing about people's experiences, so I'm not going to talk about any improv technique they use today because I don't even know if I do use any of them correctly. My whole thing when I started improv, like I could not step out unless I knew that what I was going to say was going to be killer. (laughs) Not even, like, I just, I had to be so sure I was not prepared to take any sort of risk. It had to be, I had to be so sure because I just was not willing to have it not go well. Like, even though there weren't really any consequences for that aside from maybe a teacher telling you that that was bad I just felt like I had to be I had to be good at it I've grown now to not care about that as much and yeah it's an interesting thing I think uh and now going back and and teaching because I'll see students in my class I'm like oh it's so fine like just step out just step out but I, when I was in that 
when it was reverse and the teacher would be like, just step out. I'd be like, no, are you insane? I don't have my thing yet. I'll be waiting 20 minutes until I have it. And I was always getting called out for not stepping out like or not uh, like being the last person to participate in something. And it would just get worse. And it would end like the longer you leave it, the worse it gets because you you it's the same in it's the same thing of like um, how uh, when you in a scene where like there's a secret in a scene and then it just and no one names what the thing is and then it just builds and builds and builds and you have to you have to have like the best thing and you never do. It's like that. It's like everyone's gone. Everyone's and everyone's like contributed something good. Everyone's getting a little bit of laugh, and I'm still there. Like, and I've got like zeros in my head. I'm like, oh no, don't have anything. Oh, it's just getting worse. It's getting worse. And then eventually it comes to me, and then I'll I would have just said whatever, and it was fine. But I still and no one else thought about it. No one else thought about it other than me. Everyone moved on. <laughs> I and then I was like, well, that was so bad. I bet that was so bad and everyone thinks I'm so shit. But also like I like the only way I moved past that was doing it over and over again and and hating it. Like I I would just keep doing it and it was hard. It was really hard cuz I I always felt like I didn't have I I always felt the fear of like, oh, no, this isn't going to be good. This isn't going to be good. I love this because there's like so many, like everyone's, not everyone, there's plenty of uh, confident people who are fine. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But there's also a, a boatload of people who, who feel the same way. Yeah. And I know I like... When I first started, the company was so young, I was put on a Herald team way too early. Mm. Like, I was doing shows before I had any right to. Mm. And I remember I would be, um, I think I've already said this on the show before, but, like, I'd be at home, like, trying to think of ideas at home. Yeah. <laughs> with with no stimulus. I did that as well. I would come up with funny things to say at home. Yeah. And, like, like, like be like, oh... If I ever get this suggestion, I know I'll have this funny line to say. Yeah. yeah. That never happened. No. <laughs> no. I reckon like once or twice I got to use my thing that I'd thought mm. of, but like it never it never lands. Like it's never what you think it's going to be and It's cuz you're talking about stuff that's, that's nowhere not, around. Yeah. It's insanity. It's um, it's like it's like that episode of Friends where Joey um he he's dating Charlie, who's this like professor, she's Ross's friend, and they go to the Met together. And uh, Ross tells him all this stuff to uh, to memorize, and he's like, "Yeah, when you when you go in, you got to make a left." And they they make a right, and she was afterwards. Ross was like to Charlie, "He's like, she, he really knows his stuff," and she's like, mm. and he's like, "What?" When when you walked in, like which way did you go? She's like, yeah, we went, we made a ride. And he's like, oh no, <laughs> he's talking about stuff that's nowhere around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's weird because like your brain doesn't learn quickly enough or recognize the fact that like 
every time you do actually succeed in improv, it's it's in those moments where you are taking that little risk or mm. you're saying that thing you didn't expect to say yourself. Yeah. Like any time I've said what I expected, any time something's gone the way I expected it would, yeah. it's not been anywhere near my best moment of improv. You no, know what I mean? no. It's always those times where you're like, I did take a risk and step out into the abyss or like I started a scene and it went in no way the way I expected yeah. and I was forced to adapt. Yeah. That's when the real juice yeah comes out yeah i think it's also it's interesting what you said at the start about like super confident people because mm-hmm. i'm 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 not a very confident person um i've grown to learn what confidence looks like uh-huh. yeah and to act <laughs> and i think there's like there's a there's a difference and you can like you might like i don't think everyone can be not not some people just aren't confident people but you can learn to look like you're a confident person yeah um because I remember actually when I was I I was this is this is you're in this story I love a story that (laughs) Um, I'm in I was in I was in level three and it was the very first level three class and Kangos was teaching and I was doing not very well. I was really, really struggling in that class because there were a lot of big personalities and they were all very, very talented. Mm-hmm. And I did not feel great about myself. And also it was kind of uh, at the at the time it was a level that you really needed to um, like, uh, it, there was a formula to it. Um, whereas now it's a little bit different. Um, and I remembered, uh, I remember you saying to me, I was like, I'm going to repeat this class because I'm just like not getting it. And you saying to me on a Thursday, because I was a Thursday intern, you're like, you just, just look confident. Just look (laughs) confident when you, when you get up there. And I was like, okay. And I did. And I did pass. (laughs) I don't recall giving that advice at all. Um, And you obviously had some insider information now, probably now that I look back on it, because you were the other teacher. You were the teacher right. in the other Level 3 class. Right. Um, and I also, this is, I also remember like, yeah, coming, yeah, because I came into your class and you were like, yeah, you seemed fine. I was like, yeah, I just like looked confident that I had, yeah. a, had like a better day that day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think l- looking and, like, learning to act a certain way, mm. it, yeah. But that speaks to, um, like, I always try to tell, especially in Harold levels because it becomes really blatantly obvious, the power that you have as performers to, like, you can do, you can sling some real bullshit around the stage. Yeah. But if you look like you mean it, yeah, like, the audience is much less likely to question it because mm. they're just, like, the. I think the... Um, you can still have an audience not like it, yeah. But the audience tends to then blame themselves. That mm. they don't, they're like, oh, I guess I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, you can absolutely still do bad, confident improv. Yeah. I mean, I see it all the time. Yeah. But like, the audience puts the onus on themselves for like not understanding what happened. What happened? Yeah. Um, whereas if you do like hesitant and mm. like cautious and terrified improv, people just assume you're bad. Yes. Or you don't, or you're unsafe, or you don't yeah. know what you're doing. Yeah. So, like, you see it in the Herald opening, like, the the group has a real power to, like, I can make Tiana's words seem brilliant right now mm-hmm. or I can make them seem like they were the worst idea anyone's ever had and it's all in 
the way I hold my eyebrows, <laughs> you know, like. It absolutely is. And it's so, like, it, yeah, it's interesting you talk about, like, looks and, like, how, like, how strong, like, a look is. Like, because some people can walk onto stage and do nothing, but you will, or you, like, just by the nature of, like, how they look, mm. you already believe them. It also, like, not to get political, <laughs> but uh-huh. that's, like, I think that a lot of, like, when, uh, like, women step onto stage or people of colour, like, for instance, like, in my class, like, there was no one in my class who, like, looked like me or anything. Yeah. So I already felt, like, a step behind everyone without even, without that being, like, without anyone else realising that. And, right. And, yeah, it's the same, like, when you step out, you're like, oh, I have to do a couple of extra things to look like... I am confident or look like I'm mm. I should should be here. Um it's very it's it's interesting because it is just like every improviser's journey is different like you will have things that you're good at and you will have things that you'll have to you have to do extra for and that, yeah. that is one of those those things that like um you have to and I think that's for me in particular um I I I yeah I am a person of color. I realise you can't can't see me. <laughs> I I felt like I was I was just like one step behind. So I already like mm. my confidence was slightly lower than somebody else's might have been, like in the class or in my yeah, Harold sure. team or something. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's a slightly different experience, I guess. Mm. Yeah. And it's totally real. Like I bet so many people don't realise that their barrier for like audience trust is is lower is lower yeah because like if you look a certain way people are going to be like this person's going to be all right totally (laughs) it totally is that thing like um yeah if like you see someone on stage who looks like you or you see someone in the audience who looks like you like yeah you're like or even looks like someone that you've you've seen before Yeah. yeah like um there is so like we have an amazing amount of uh Oh, white males in our company who are uh-huh. all very, like very talented. Uh-huh. You being one of I them, I am one of them. Yes. Um, but yeah, you could be like, oh, that yeah, he looks like my best mate down the street. Yeah, like, and see him on stage, and whereas I come out, and they're like, she looks like and like an, a waitress on Neighbours, <laughs> a bit a bit player yeah. who I might have seen. I don't know. Let's see what she's got to say. Mm, she's really doing a lot for she's a bit She's doing player. a lot. <laughs> but is that, like, inherent bias that with, like, with people that have and have it with, like, no maliciousness at totally, all, it's yeah. just like, you, yeah, some, sometimes you, that's just how, what people have in their head already. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, even certainly even just category of woman is, yeah. like, harder in classes. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, dudes are used to um, owning a room and, yeah. and being loud in that room and, and having their voice heard. So, like, yeah. two people aren't built the same for uh, for an exercise, for example. Yeah. Because, like, the exercise might be calling for you to be high status or some bullshit mm. and that is, like, natural for some people or a real leap of faith for other people. Yeah. And so, yeah, you've got to, like... I think it's fascinating to hear that you're just like, I'm not comfortable. Because I've watched you now and mm. I'm like, in all the shows, you just look like chilling. Mm. <laughs> like, 
Like, if there's anyone in control here, it's Tiana. Yeah. Because um, you're That's either, nice. like, you're either off the wall, like, crazy confident. Yeah. Or you're just, like, existing in a way that's just, like, she can't. Like, nothing's going to phase her mm. in the show. So to know, like, I didn't know that that's an act, mm. even still. Yeah. That's fascinating. I think the more you act a certain way, the more it does become real as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, like, it's like I was saying, I that I said earlier, I was like, improv techniques. Like, I, I don't have much to say about them because, like, uh-huh. in this particular instance, I just spent five years acting a certain way and eventually it got easier yeah yeah and like that's not what anyone wants to, no one wants to hear it takes time everyone yeah. hates that <laughs> I, I hate that well it's funny because it also takes way more time yeah. than even people in melbourne seem to think it does yeah like, for sure because you get on harold so like if you're lucky you get on a harold team in a year mm. you know that's the shortest amount of time you can get on one yeah and it's like you're not good. Mm. <laughs> You're not good in a year. Yeah. Like when I got on, I was, I was like, yeah, I was, I was not good when I got on Harold, and yeah. I, I just, I'd just been, I'd just come back from Chicago, RAP, which mm. we just found out is now closed. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's very funny, very fun experience, and I'd just come back from doing improv for five weeks, mm-hmm. like every day, and I was like. Maybe worse when I <laughs> yeah. came back. I was way sure. I was worse when I came back, and then and I had to like rebuild. <laughs> also, like I've been doing it for like f- five plus years now, and I like I I don't like doing like remix freaks me out. Like I get so stressed doing that. Yeah. Like it's not like like I've been doing this for ages, and everyone here's my friend, but I wanted to throw up right now. And I should retract good because I what what is good improv, but. I mean more like, yeah, it takes so long for like your hit rate mm. to be good. To yeah, be good. <laughs> to be, yeah, to be higher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your stats to be up. Yeah, because you're still like really dogging some scenes yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And even like, you know, it, uh, it took me a long time to realise that like, oh, if I can't, if I can't succeed with like a level one at a jam, mm. then I'm not where I yeah. thought I was yet. Absolutely. And if, like, playing with someone, you know, if I ever still think, like, oh, this person's giving me nothing or mm. anything like that, like, that's that's an example of me not being as good as I want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I never should be on stage thinking, like, come on, Tiana, come on, give me something. You know, it should be, like, everything you're giving me is fine I'm and perfect. i brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Uh, which sort of uh, goes to, like, what you said about um, there's no consequences but they're sort of like there's no real world com- consequences. There's no consequences for anyone else based on your poor performance. Mm. But there are absolutely consequences mm. for you. Like you're you go home and occasionally feel like you want to quit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's a consequence of that's especially the bad especially if it's uh, if it's not just one instance. Mm-hmm. It's if it's a number of instances in a row, and then it's like well. Yeah. This is yeah. this it, this is weighing weighing on me, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that yeah that is that is the consequence. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I've had times where in my old team small car, we would be very aware that there was always one of us going through a, a like a slump patch. Yeah, like 
always throughout the whole existence mm. of that team, it was like two of us are doing a really good job, <laughs> but someone is really struggling. And like, I still remember like the months where that was me. Like, it would be a month long thing or a two month long thing where it's like, I feel like I haven't done a good show mm. in so long, and it's grinding. It's making it hard to do it. Mm. And it's just, it's perpetual because then, like, because then that old level one thing that you mentioned sort of starts happening where you're like, all right, well, they've got it, they've got it covered. I won't step out until, yeah. like, I've got a real good zinger. Mm. Or, like, I need to step on and get an instant laugh. Otherwise, I'm going to be crushed again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, especially in the instance of that show, because I saw, I saw so many small car shows, especially when you guys started, because I was, I was in level one mm-hmm. and you were my level one teacher and you guys were doing cage match at the time. That mm-hmm. seemed to be the, the start. Mm-hmm. And we were like, whoa, these guys are crazy good. <laughs> like it was wild. And, but like you saying that now to uh, we would be like, no, yeah. no one was ever going through a slump. That sounds ridiculous. But yeah. it, yeah, like, of course you were. Yeah. <laughs> cool course that was happening yeah there was so many times where i'd just leave mario and andrew on the stage yeah not because i trusted them more because i was like well i guess because i trusted them but it's like i didn't trust that i wouldn't ruin it yeah 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 (laughs) yeah also it is again that thing where you if you wait too long yeah the audience is like what's what's this guy what's this guy got Uh, i'm sure i've said it to you before but you you become that um the guy on the front lawn of the Simpsons house when the the three rival um, gangs are fighting yeah. and he's like in the Yakuza or something and he's wearing a white suit and everything, all the action's happening and he's just standing still. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Homer tells Bart to come inside and Bart's like, but wait, he hasn't done anything yet. yet. And then they close the door and all the things happen and it's like because it had to be so good that you have to close the door and not see it because yeah. you can't ever live up to it. <laughs> To what, like, the anticipation. Yeah. yeah. So you become that person yeah. on a stage if, it, like, you see it in, like, a Harold opening or anything or just in a Harold where the seventh person hasn't been in a scene yet mm. and it just becomes, like, when's that person? When's that person that, coming that's gonna be in. That's going to be good. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, I've definitely had, like, the same thing as you in, in remixes where, like, Lucy Horan... Uh, who used to play remixes a lot, she used to say, yeah, like, great. she forced herself to go out yeah. first yeah. in a remix because mm. she was like, anytime I don't do that, yeah. I tend to not go out. Yeah, and that is true. I, yeah. like, if I... Also, because I, like, pre- premise brain and, like, game is not my... Uh, is not, like, my strongest mm-hmm. suit. So I usually... Because in remix, when we... Uh, get um premises from the storyteller i usually only have one and it's usually the most obvious one so Uh if i haven't gotten out first i ain't getting out because everyone else probably has that one too and then some so i'm like i get out of my way because i'm not gonna have anything else for the rest of the show if i don't do this very easy obvious (laughs) one yeah that's a it's a weird feeling isn't it that that um it's never like exactly your take on the idea but no. like someone will step out and they'll do the exact slice of the story that yeah. you were gonna, and you're like oh, god damn it you heard that as well i know <laughs> and then it, and then it's like well 
see you at the 45 minute mark. <laughs> I guess I'm the waitress in this, <laughs> this remix. Yes, I'm the waitress again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you also said uh, everyone, like, part of part of that lack of confidence is like mm. everyone's going to think you're shit. Mm, totally. Yeah. But like, you're the only person that thinks oh, that, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what everyone. <laughs> I don't know what everyone goes home and discusses at their dinner tables. But, yeah, it's absolutely a youth. This is, like, something that I don't remember if it was you who said this or, like, I think it it gets said around improv a lot, but, Mm -hmm. like, you're not – you shouldn't be worried about a scene or a show for longer than it happened on the stage. Yeah. Um, I've definitely said that, but it didn't come from my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, yeah, I think is – is very true. But yeah, you you're the only one who thinks that. You're the yeah. only one who's like, "Oh god, I should have wish I'd done that." Because you're the you're the you're also the one at home thinking of suggestions and <laughs> random singers to say. Like cuz and I think for me, I always did that cuz I like thought I was on some kind of back foot. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh yeah, everyone else, everyone else is just actually naturally really good at this, and yeah. I've got like, so I should think of some some funny things <laughs> to say. But in actuality, everyone thinks that. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone at home who's like, I have nailed this a hundred percent. Yeah, and to be to be extra super clear, we're saying it's bad to think of zingers before oh, yeah. you go do to your show. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't don't you, go to your show with something planned. You be saying stuff that is nowhere around. So like people aren't because I've heard it said like you're only as good as your last scene you did, and I think that's bullshit. Um, oh yeah, I have like so like I have not a bank, but like I have memories of scenes that I did years ago that I still like. I still remember my two scenes from my level one student showcase. I remember them too. Yeah. You were reading a magazine with Lolda. With Lolda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you both turned the page at the exact same time and I was yeah. like, these two got it. They got it. They got it. <laughs> they got it. My um, other scene, the other scene was with uh, Danny, Danny, and I was her mum. And I, I, like, and I, and I remember thinking that that show was going to be so bad and yeah. I didn't invite anyone and then it was actually heaps of fun and yeah. I regretted I regretted so much not inviting anyone to come. It was, it was packed as well, that. It was, abso- it was absolutely packed. That night was, I think that was, like, the 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 end of, like, lit student showcase because um, yeah. it went into remix and there was, like, a massive party up. It was weird. Yeah, that's true. It was a big after was a good party. Times. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Just touching back on, like, you're only as good as your last scene, which, yeah, we've established bullshit. It's not true. Uh, because it's, like, a, it's a cumulative yeah. thing right because I, when I started teaching and I, well not exactly when I started teaching but the more I got like the more my classes became three hours of Bronnie's hot takes mm. <laughs> um, the more stressed I got about my own shows because I'm like well now I gotta live up to all this shit I say mm. in class all this shit I tell people is is shit yeah. <laughs> or whatever yeah. and that you know and that caused a, like a natural sort of decline in my work for a while until I was like oh wait it's not if even if a student of mine sees me do a terrible show that's not indicative of my skill it's I have to trust that my it's over time (laughs) yeah and it's the hit rate thing it's like 
I know I have in the last year I have more good scenes than bad. Yeah. And that is how I choose to judge myself. Yeah. I was so worried when I um when I first started teaching that mm-hmm. um that students would come to my show and and think I was a fraud. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh god, no. But now having done it for a while, it's actually like if you haven't done a good show, it's actually very valuable to discuss it mm. with a class that you're teaching and mm-hmm. t- like work out like talk about why yeah and just even to be able to recognize be like yeah that that wasn't good mm. it was it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the best one mm. and that's okay mm-hmm. and, and this is and discuss why like yeah because i when i first i was like oh god i hope they don't come to a really bad show of mine yeah but now it, it's like oh actually that's there's there's a lot there's a lot in that I remember, like, one of my early level ones that I taught, um, someone, I can't remember what object they were, what object work they were doing, but I made some comment about, you know, you got to honour your object work to help build, you know, the reality of the scene and whatever. Uh, like, if you've chosen to do object work, actually do it and mm-hmm. maintain it and keep it going. Mm-hmm. I guess I'd made such a point of it because it stuck in my brain when the guy I'd said it to was sitting front row at Harold Knight. <laughs> I was in a scene with someone and we were playing a down ball uh, against, obviously, a fake brick wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the wall was, uh, you know, on the fourth wall in front of the audience. So we're bouncing this ball towards the audience but my scene partner never, like, I was just bouncing it and then he was never playing with me. <laughs> he was, like, we started out playing down ball and then he just started talking to me and stopped playing right. down ball. Mm-hmm. And, like, I could have just let the ball roll away, but I just had this guy looking at me mm. and I was like, oh, i got to get that ball because I said that <laughs> thing, I said that thing. <laughs> on Wednesday night. <laughs> uh, and so, like... To a fault, I was, like, honouring my teacher mm. self because I'm like, I'm going to get judged for this scene. Yeah. Got to go collect that ball. So I was just playing one person down ball <laughs> during a scene. That <laughs> is so stupid. The, I think the opposite happens to me mm-hmm. in that because um, I, my, like, I would say probably one of the most annoying things I do on stage uh, to my scene partners is repeat what they have just said to me, uh, like, making fun of them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I mostly do it to blasters, mm-hmm. which I, I'm, I'm fine with because we're all buds. Mm-hmm. But I, it is uh, – it's basically me just being like, you did what? What? I'm like, that's so annoying. And I – every class I'm like, don't do – like, don't just – just make it a statement. Why are you doing that? <laughs> and then they come watch me at Crooks and Tiana's like, what? You did what? what? Yeah, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Do as I say. <laughs> do, do as I say. <laughs> Here's some advice. I think what would have helped me at the time is if I had have been willing to put myself out there and trust that it would be okay. I hated doing the jams. I hated doing anything like that. It freaked me out so much. And I regret not having done that until I, until much later on in my, in like the, 
in the levels and I feel like if I had have been doing that stuff earlier like I had I had an indie team but it was all like it, it was very small it was just my friends we we're all very comfortable around each other if I had have put myself in other situations like the jam or maybe we had a bigger indie team that had that maybe made me feel less comfortable I guess like people I didn't know people I hadn't met yet I think I would have learned a lot of this stuff a bit a bit earlier so put yourself out there it'll be okay everyone's really nice all right our suggestion is tall look at you graduating (laughs) it's not time it is though you look so great in that dress no This isn't the dress that I wanted. I know, I couldn't afford the dress you wanted, darling, but... I know, you spent all your money on the scooter. Yeah, I mean, it's a really efficient way to commute. You know that I... We spoke about this at breakfast, okay? No one who's your age should be riding to work on a scooter, Mum. It's electric, darling. It's not... So you're not even... You're not even getting the exercise. No, I didn't buy it for exercise. I bought it... I bought it for... You know, efficiency and, and cost cost effectiveness. <laughs> Cinnamon. Cinnamon shush. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> I bought it for its cost effectiveness, not for the exercise. If I wanted exercise, I would have bought a a bike for the for the living room. Look, doesn't matter now. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for graduation. And it's not the dress. It's not the dress that I wanted. Everyone's oh. gonna get. I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna. I'm gonna trip because my dress is too long. And everyone's gonna. Ev- everyone's gonna be looking at me. That's. I mean, I figured I could make up for the lack of it being the dress you wanted with length. I. You know. Length is a statement of doesn't, wealth. Doesn't make any sense. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, Look how long your dress is. It's not a statement of the queen. I haven't seen the queen in a long dress, and she's the richest person I know. If what you're saying is true, she should have a dress the length of England. Okay, well, you're being ridiculous then, now. Well, then you're a liar, Mum. You're, you're a lying mum. I'm. Okay, come on, I'm not lying. You're a big liar. I'm not. I haven't lied to you in in a few days. You just did then with the dress thing. Okay, we were hypothesizing. Okay. Hypothesis is okay. a fancy word for a lie. Oh, come on, come on. You're being unreasonable just because I choose. I'm unreasonable. To scoot. Yes, I choose to scoot to work, and I'm gonna. How long am I gonna hear about this? Okay, the scooter isn't is an everyday lifestyle change change and and you have to pay for that with one dress okay it's not like you it's not like you're condemned to this dress every day whereas i would have been condemned to walking every day if i bought you the dress that you wanted and i love you but i'm just not going to walk to work every day because you wanted a better dress you love me but not as much as you love scooting um i guess the, the equation of the of the last few minutes is, is yeah. That, that's, that is yes. The answer is yes. Okay, for the moment, I loved my scooter, but that's because it's new, and I loved you, and you were new. You only loved me when I was a fresh baby. Well, you're graduating now. now you I'm old and dried up. You're not dry. Let's not. Let's not. 
Let's not bring dry <laughs> into the conversation. Dry girl. No. No, Mary. I'm a dry, dry teen. Mary, you're a beautiful, vibrant young woman who's graduating high school today. And this is supposed to be one of the most perfect days of your life. And as I say that out my mouth, I realise how important the right dress would have been. And I'm sorry. Thank you for your apology. That's okay. Are you willing to apologise to me for calling me a liar? No. Okay. Well, that really hurts my feelings. Oh, God. You're such a weird mum. There you have it, my friends. That was Tiana. This episode is missing that little nugget that I usually include of me saying goodbye to the guest, which is weirdly one of my favourite parts of the podcast. I don't know why. I think it's because it sounds to me like I get along with people, um, <laughs> which, which I think is true. Uh, but uh, this episode was recorded in person, so it would have been weird to say goodbye to uh, Tiana whilst she was in the room with me and then... Uh, and then and then not talk to her until she left the house. So naturally I said goodbye to her when she left uh, uh, and I didn't record that because that would have been weird. So you don't get to hear Tiana say goodbye. You can just imagine it. Well, she'll, she still caps off the episode uh, with her voiceover, so there's a little treat. Remember, go to Hit by Bloom Comedy on Instagram to uh, find some funny stuff from Tiana. They're always posting some good stuff, especially around festival times, which who knows when the next festival time is, but there's plenty of backlog there for you to check out from them. Some funny promos, some funny sketches and songs. It's really, really good. I love that team of comedians. Good stuff. Um, there's a new term at the Improv Conspiracy starting today, which means i got a lot of work to do, actually. So uh, this is a one-take wonder of this goodbye part <laughs> you can tell can't you alright have a good one everybody bye The Improv Conspiracy offers workshops in improv and sketch comedy all year round head to improvconspiracy.com for information 